What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Cancel Sweezy. I am your host, Sweezy, and I'm here today with another episode of Cancel Sweezy, the show uh, where I say things and you get upset that I said them, even though uh, more than likely you agreed with it in the first place, and that's the way it is. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, here for coming. Uh, I've had some uh, pretty brutal diarrhea today. And uh, yeah. That's rough, buddy. So I am very happy here. Hopefully, I don't have to have an emergency poop stop. Uh, it's been calm for a minute, but we'll see what goes on with this diarrhea. Uh, but no, more than likely, though, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I have a couple announcements. Uh, next Friday, or this Friday, if you're listening to this episode, the week of my EP, my new EP, Ride or Die, comes out to all the streaming services in the entire world. And I am excited for that i believe a lot of these songs are some of my best and i love them my song oof if you already listened to that that song is on there uh so go we have the link in the description of like the pre-saves but more importantly uh yeah just go ahead it'll be on spotify on friday uh, but more importantly another cool thing we're doing a live stream listening party where i play the studio recordings of each individual track i tell stories behind all of them and i also uh go out go around and uh you know i may say some jokes too it's kind of like this but more live and it's not me playing video games so go check it out all my new music should be coming out the friday uh this episode will uh after this episode so it's monday when this episode comes out and then this friday is when the ep comes out and if you're listening in the future the ep is actually already out so why are you not listening to it so go check that out for more deets um so and also um if you want to support me in this channel, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. Our YouTube, we're building that empire up. But I know all of you on the audio side, so go check us out on the audio side as well. Uh, a lot of fun and cool, cool shit there uh, in the world. Uh, I got some getting some messages from some thoughts, so uh, bear with me. Uh, Mondays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I do stream video games over on Twitch. I think I'm going to finish up Pikmin 3 soon because I cannot figure out where to go what to do after that uh fortnite we're playing fortnite with my friends and like i they changed the map up and like i'm like sucking so bad and you're like friends like you can't be the team leader anymore but and this is tj everyone knows tj uh uh this is his girlfriend pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that i'm not god and uh with him uh yeah he always if i take he takes the lead we just get caught in the storm and that's just a stupid way to die when i take control uh, i die first because i actually go in and attack he stands back and snipes like a little bitch so anyways no go check out me on twitch if you have an amazon prime account you can connect it to your twitch account and instead of pressing the follow button you can press the subscribe button what that will do is help me financially support this channel me specifically and everything else i do um and it's free uh typically it's like a five dollar thing if you don't have an amazon prime account so just like you don't want jeff bezos to get an extra five dollars uh you can take five dollars away from him which is the coolest thing ever possible uh we also do have a patreon page our patreon page is only five dollars a month and you get ad free episodes of cancel Sweezy and the shwag cast a very fun uh great way you don't have to listen to me ramble on about our sponsors our great sponsors but it's also great so go check that out as well but minimum thing you can do like the episode subscribe comment 
anywhere. Leave a review on your superb podcasting platform. A uh, great way to say thank you for being a friend, as I like to say. Uh, I believe that's all my announcements I have, including the I mentioned the diarrhea as well. Um, you know, let's just go ahead and get into everything. Uh, so let's get into the news. Don't need money, don't need fame, and don't need no credit card to ride this train. So let's get going. Uh, first article I have uh, looking up here, Wuhan, you probably know where Wuhan's famous for, announces plans to hold League of Legends World Championship 2021 finals. Talk, and this is from Talk Esports, so very great uh, news source in the world today. Uh so sorry, my friend. We're playing Fortnite later, and so I gotta I gotta do this show. Uh, anyway, so let's just get through the article. Great uh, talk. Esports is the great. The Wuhan government have reportedly announced that the city will play hosts to the League of Legends World Championship 2021 finals, uh, where virgins all over the world will be heading towards uh, to play and go from there. Oh my gosh, my friends are dumbasses. Um, Government also announced a $1 billion USD investment plan to develop the esports infrastructure in the region. China has a good track record in terms of a of major LAN events despite the ongoing pandemic situation. Shanghai hosted the League of Legends World Championship 2020 successfully on LAN, uh, L-A-N, uh, when each other's events has can- God damn it, TJ, quit texting me. Uh, League of Legends World Tournament 2020 successfully on LAN when every other event was canceled or deferred. Interestingly, as the virus keeps spreading in the other regions of the world, China seems to have been able to control the spread and aid the return of normal life, with Wuhan known as the place of the virus outbreak. So that's sad. That's sad. This Chinese virus is looking very American right now. Um, there are several esports land events scheduled for 2021, and it will be interesting to see if everyone can pull it off as successfully as China managed with the League of Legends World Championship in 2020. All right. So my thoughts on that is League of Legends is a shitty game. I'll adjust my camera real quick. I think it's like crooked a little bit. Is it better? Close enough. Uh, anyways, no. Um, League of Legends is a very virgin game. I played it for a week, and I kept getting banned because uh, I was talking a lot of shit, which is stupid. They Apparently, like in League of Legends players, they report other players all the time, and it's very fucking stupid. Uh, and it's just a boring... I just think it's a boring game in general. Uh, it's like clicking and, uh, I don't know, M- MMO, whatever they're called. I'm getting texts left and right. I need to put my phone on do not disturb mode. I know y'all are uh, very excited. This is great commentary. But no, um, I play Fortnite, and we all joke about Fortnite being like the virgins game because only virgins play Fortnite. But no, League of Legends people like... They cancel plans to play League of Legends. It's bad and very sad. Uh, so, I like you know it's fun to play video games, but like have some sex in the, between that too, people. Uh, also, get a and I don't know PC games are just I don't like playing with I like playing with the controller and I like consoles because then you don't you don't have to worry about shit. It's like oh your three thousand dollar computer is better than my Nintendo Switch. Oh, but guess what? Your computer doesn't have uh, Smash Brothers. And you're like, oh, I got a ROM. Like, it's not the same. And it's illegal because Nintendo has never released it on PC. So it's illegal. Stop being illegal and playing your little ROMs if you don't already own the game. So stop being a bitch and stop playing PC games. 
and also that's male birth control. I, I I'm a big solid believer that uh, a gaming PC is birth control for men, and it's super expensive. And so that's why a lot of men aren't able to have birth control because gaming PCs are just super expensive. To, at least, I mean, like you want to make a good one. I mean, it's cheaper than buying one, but still, like all the parts to get a really good part, it's, it's not worth it. Also, uh, some of us like talking to women, and so. After that, speaking of a woman, look at our next article. Uh, Grimes treats her six-month-old son, and I'm going to say it right, and I'm going to tell the name we're going with, uh, X-Ash-A-12. We're going to call him Kyle because Kyle is a stupid name, just like their son's name is stupid as fuck. Uh, Okay, so they took Kyle to a bath rave for babies, and this is from Vanity Fair, uh, the only place I like to get my news. Um... Grimes, whose real name is Claire Boucher and now goes simply by C, uh, was never destined to be a regular mom. In case that wasn't made abundantly clear by her and boyfriend Elon Musk's decision to name their firstborn son uh, Kyle, uh, the pop star has also revealed that she has come very experimental notions about how to raise her six-month-old from cultivating his love of radical art to watching R-rated movies together and turning bath time into a baby rave for one. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't uh, White people, white people. Save that one. Uh, that's, that's a very white person thing to do. On Tuesday night, Boucher a few, shared a few videos of her son during bath time to her Instagram stories, showing a darkened room with a tub full of flashing light-up water toys. New invention, bath rave for babies. The musician wrote over one clip, adding on another water rave for bebe. A hint of classical in the BQ, and he's tripping. No, tripping. Uh, white people, white people. Only way we can say that right. But it's not just his predilection for pint-sized raves that make the pop star's baby so sophisticated, well beyond his half a year on this planet. In fact, according to Boucher, Kyle already has taste as avant-garde as his parents in an interview with the new york times she explained i've watched apocalypse now and stuff with my baby he's into radical art like he just actually is and i don't think it's problematic to engage with them on that level well grunge clearly has a whole alternative education planned out for infant kyle father has been far more hands-off with his son's upbringing in july he told the times well babies are just eating and pooping machines you know Right now, there's not much I can do. Grimes has a much bigger role than me right now. When the kid gets older, there will be more of a role for me. Aside from teaching X what a spoon is, of course. All right. Um, that was that was that was rough for me to read. That's rough, buddy. And I have Grimes used to be so cool, and then her and Elon Musk started dating, and I guess they're together i don't know they're married but she used to be so cool and then now we just think we just think bad things of her and i don't know i i want grimes grimes if if you hear this in uh it's a cry for help um write a c on your forehead and i will this will be the alert to the world because that um first of all the baby's name is stu- fucking stupid can we just agree you, you fucking stupid like i've heard like uh um, 
Haley, like, you know, like just weird spelling of, uh, let me see, uh, I'm going to Google real quick, uh, white people names. Okay. So we're going to Google stupid white people names. Um, American people names somehow getting even worse. Okay. So. Let's get to the article here. Now, a fun little thing for all you audio listeners. Got to make sure I make noise. Hi, my name is Stupid from this article. Um, let's do white redneck names. But I think, and I think these white, <laughs> I just click, white people, uh, we're not trashing poor white people, we're trashing white people. White people, white people. Okay, so I am just going to continue looking at this and rambling on. It's just Grimes used to be so cool. Like, she did, she worked with Jack Antonoff. And, uh, hey, someone else just joined my server. Okay. Um, just give me examples of names. This is my son, Boomer. Okay, well, that's dumb. Okay, Boomer. Uh, that's a dumb name. Uh, tell me, give me the best names. What's fucking the best for you? Um, stupid baby names. Okay, two four seven sports is the uh, article we are looking at today. Oh, rather awesome. My mom sent me Zyler. That's a dumb one. It's like I like Tyler, but you know what? I want them to be at the very end of the alphabet in everything, and hate that. So she has to wait for he or she, or they or it uh, has to do anything. Um. Uh, Kinsley K-Y-N-S-L-I-E that's a stupid fucking name um, just keep, I'm just keeping looking here at just more stupid fucking names but I know her, her child um, who will be now known as Kyle on the show uh, is the stupidest name uh, because no, no one knows how to say. It. I mean, going by like Ash like makes physical playing music. I like that. Just put my phone on the soundboard. Um, no, let's get physical playing music. Uh, is Grimes getting physical playing music? That's a good question. I would like to know. Uh, but anyways, let's move on because uh, I've spent enough time with their dumbass baby raves. And like my son really actually likes uh, Apocalypse Now. He's he's a very big fan of the movie. So uh, yeah, that's bullshit. He probably. I mean, yeah, that's bullshit. Kids like cartoons. Shut the fuck up, Grimes. Or Claire. Maybe I should call it. Call her Claire. Or C. Anyway, so let's keep moving on. <laughs> More articles here. I'm just feeling like being a dick today, and that's what I'm going to do. So, uh, Cambodian villagers trust magic scarecrows to ward off coronavirus. Um, this is from Reuters, uh, which I'm assuming is, hopefully, is a Cambodian news source. Um uh, Deco Cambodia. Uh, Cambodia villagers Ek Chan has avoided the novel coronavirus so far without masks or social distancing, but rather the scarecrows she has made to keep the deadly virus at bay. Ek Chan's two scarecrows, known locally as Ting Mong, guard the gate of her house in Kandal province near the capital Phan Penh, giving her peace of mind. The practice has existed for more than a century in some Cambodian villages, where residents like 64-year-old Ek Chan trust their ability to fend off evil spirits and disease since i made these ting mongs 
Uh, they help to scare away any virus, including the coronavirus, and stop it spreading to my family, said Ek Chan, who has a male and female scarecrow. I myself really believe in the magic of the scarecrow, and I don't worry about catching the virus at all. Uh, Cambodia is among the countries least affected by coronavirus, with just 307 cases and no deaths reported, having contained minor outbreaks in March, July, and August. But many Cambodians are still wary of getting infected, with fears heightened earlier this month when Hungary's foreign minister visited the country and later tested positive. That prompted, that prompted the testing and isolation of hundreds of people potentially exposed, including Cambodian Prime Minister Hun Sen, in temporary bans on gatherings. The scarecrows are easy to make typically comprised of rice, hay, bamboo, or wind sticks and dressed in old clothes. Some are even given motorcycle helmets and armed by their owners with sticks and knives. <laughs> it's like, came in the wrong area, buddy. Uh, Ekchon says she knows little of the science of COVID-19, the disease caused by the coronavirus, and though she believes in the power of her scarecrow, she hopes a free vaccine will be available soon. That will kill this virus from our country, she added. So my thoughts, my thoughts on this article, um... Sounds pretty fucking stupid. Um, I just think uh, no one goes to Cambodia. Probably why the outbreaks are pretty small there. Um, they're probably in better health because they probably uh, aren't fat Americans like me and uh, Micah. Hashtag pray for Micah. Um, but, you know, um, I'm going to say this, though. Uh, the scarecrow idea sounds less stupid than Oklahoma uh, signing a day of prayer. Uh, to ward off COVID instead of just doing like uh, masks. Everyone wears a mask, you know, like easy things. Uh, don't lick each other. That's a good thing. Uh, just be very mindful. Uh, financial assistance for people in need, you know, all that shit could easily do it. But no, I think the scarecrow, they're probably, I'm going to be honest with them. They're probably just very, or a lot better taking care of themselves in Cambodia than they are in the United States because everyone in the United States is fucking stupid. White people, white people. So, we, so I think that's the main purpose, but uh, still, it's not as stupid as a day of prayer. Uh, coming from someone who's probably considered Christian, that, that's me. Uh, who's that guy? It's Sweezy. So, yeah. So, like I said, it's not the stupidest thing I've heard to ward off COVID, but uh, I wonder if it's a rumor that, like, blowjobs are the only cure uh women giving blowjobs the only cure for covid so uh let's spread that rumor around because I, I i like that and i really like that so uh yeah all right next one looks like we only got two articles left i told i need to shorten the news segment uh osha coronavirus rules students can wrestle but can't shake hands that's from wlwt5 channel 5 uh and this is from ohio my uh, Ohio is for lovers, as some of us may told. As winter sports begin across Ohio, officials with the Ohio High School Athletic Association have released requirements for players and coaches amid the coronavirus pandemic. Wrestling began its season Thursday amid the pandemic under a new set of guidelines and rules to help prevent the spread of the virus. In a heavy contact sport like wrestling, OSHA, officials are trying their best to implement rules for players and coaches. Among the new rules is student athletes are permitted to wrestle, but must refrain from handshakes before and after the match. Uh, wrestlers are also required to wear facial coverings uh, off the mat when not actually competing or warming up. Equipment should not be shared. If equipment needs to be shared, OSHA mandates the proper sanitation between use 
you student athletes must also sanitize their hands before and after warmups all at all timeouts and period breaks anytime they leave the competition or practice mats. All those on the team bench also need to observe social distancing of six feet. Another big change coming from officiating to conclude the end of the match procedures, the official may point to the winning wrestler while raising his or her own arm with open hand. <laughs> Having these requisite wristband color, red, green of the winning wrestler. So, so I have a lot of questions. Don't they kiss each other when they wrestle? Like, I feel like kissing each other is worse than touching each other's hands, if we're honest, you know? Uh, Because doesn't wrestling go, I've never watched a wrestling match because I'm comfortable with my sexuality and I realize uh, I like women. I don't want to watch two men cuddle with each other um wrestling and i'm saying this in a positive way is gay and the fact that there are probably a lot of homophobic people who wrestle come on don't be gay don't be yeah don't be gay um you are being gay uh but anyways now i don't want to watch men have sex with each other and I'm very okay with that. And I'm fine with that. So I've never watched wrestling. So I'm just going to make some generalizations about what wrestling is. Um, with that, um, obviously, what if they wear like gloves or something like that? No. Well, because, okay, let's say the CDC says the best form of sex is through a glory hole. And you can't wrestle through a glory hole. Um, so I feel like they're in a predicament. Um, I feel like maybe the best thing they can do is just do frequent testing. That's really the only thing they're going to do. But Ohio also is telling people, is like, hey, don't travel to Ohio. And if you're in Ohio, just don't travel to Ohio, okay? Uh, it's pretty fucked up. I saw someone post on Facebook that they went to, like, hiking in South Dakota. I'm like, yo, you mean, like, the worst spot in the United States besides, like, California? And California's bad because they have so many homeless people and, like, rich rich Democrats, not, uh, not like, actual Democrats. So... Yeah, so uh, wrestling is gay, and um, if you like wrestling, um, please just stop fighting your homosexual urges. Come out, and I will fully support you. Um, Next article, and this is our last article of the news today. Woman sells husband's PlayStation 5 after she discovers it is not an air purifier. That's rough, buddy. Okay, I would get a divorce. I would be like, Be gone! And tell her to fuck off. Uh, and then this is in Taipei, Taipei, Taiwan. A Taiwanese man who attempted to convince his wife that his PlayStation 5 was an air purifier was reportedly forced to sell the device after she discovered the ruse. Jin Wu posted on Facebook that he purchased the gaming console secondhand. The PS5 has been highly coveted since its release last month. Wu said the reseller he spoke with turned out to be the wife of the original owner, according to his translated social media post. Wu wrote that the price was extremely affordable, especially considering the console had been sold out in most stores and the woman was eager to to sell it to him. When he went to pick up the PlayStation, he met the woman's husband, who explained that he was forced to sell the gaming console after his wife realized it was not an air purifier, (laughs) as he had told her. Oh, man, that's, I would do that shit. I would do that shit. Uh, Wu said the man seemed bitter. Upon releasing of the highly anticipated gaming device, consumers eager to get their hands on a new PS5 were met with supply shortage. Sony, 
recently reassured shoppers that it would release more inventory before the end of the year. We want to thank gamers everywhere for making the PS5 launch our biggest console launch ever. PlayStation's official Twitter account said in a post, demand for the PS5 is unprecedented, so we wanted to confirm that more PS5 inventory will be coming to retailers before the end of the year. Please stay in touch with your local retailers. So, um... With that uh, being said, uh, that wife is a bitch. They, I would get a divorce uh, because PS5, I would say the PS5 is, in my mind, uh, just thinking about all the thoughts I'm talking with, uh, there's no way I'm picking a PS5 over it. I'm not met a woman yet that I would like die for, uh, at least not right now. There, there was a time there was someone, but now they can fuck off. Uh, but right now, though, you know, I would not be like, look, if she's like, it's between the PlayStation 5 and me, and I'm like, uh, do you need help packing your things? Um, because uh, I am not giving up the PS5. And they're selling it for an affordable price, which is so stupid. If you just, like, looked at the market, realize how rare the PlayStation 5 is right now, and I'm pretty sure the reasoning why, hopefully it's, I think bots could be part of it. Um, another thing, I believe, uh, it's just COVID, probably just making the demand, and I guess they didn't know the demand. Maybe they just made a guess and didn't know. But uh, anyone, don't buy one of these scalpers. Uh, just wait till it comes out. Buy it at like Walmart or GameStop or Amazon or whatever. Uh, yeah. Anyways, no, um, yeah, uh, I would tell that bitch, bye. Uh, Be gone, fuck! And I would tell her, and she says, I can't live without you, tell her to die. That is a cast or cancel sweezy quote if she says she can't live without you then tell her to die this episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by gamefly most of you are already aware of gamefly but for those of you who don't it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee as a twitch video game streamer myself i know there are two types of game one type is the game that you'll continue to go back to time and time again like breath of the wild and super smash brothers and then there's those other games you know that you only play once and then never pick up again and that is where gamefly is perfect most games come in at around 60 dollars and you know these new triple a titles come in at 60 dollars but with this link in the description of this episode uh your first two months will only be 10 dollars i'm a subscriber myself and uh, i played through pokemon sword and i loved it so much that i wanted to keep that copy and with just a click of a button uh, and you just pay the little extra money you get to keep the game that you rented from gamefly don't even have to worry about anything else and they'll go ahead and send you the next game i'm excited for the month of october i will be getting into luigi's mansion because that is a very spooky game and uh how that's halloween so it's the spooky season which i am super excited to play that game i already got it in the mail and i'm excited uh for once october kind of rolls around i can start playing that game and it's super fun and awesome i love gamefly i'm like i said i'm a subscriber myself but you can get your first two months for ten dollars you just got to use the link in the description of this episode and you know what start playing those games this episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, uh, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out as well, which I always like to look good working out. Hashtag pray for Micah. We all know what the drill. Um, 
With your purchase of any product from the FNX Fitness website, they even donate a gallon of water to a child in need, so you know that each purchase you make uh, really is helping someone out. Uh, using promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description of this episode, you can save 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description down below. Save 15% on some great performance supplements. Okay, and I'm back for you. Uh, I guess you're wondering what I'm wearing today if you're watching the show. I am definitely wearing my one Christmas sweater. We are in the Christmas season, C-S-Z-N. Um, I only have one Christmas sweater, so I'm going to be wearing this the entire month. And uh, if you don't like that, uh, fuck off. Uh, so it's the it's my only Christmas sweater. It's the Grinch. We take a look here. And this necklace, it does light up. However, with like my lights, it doesn't look very good. So it uh, doesn't really matter in regards to that. But uh, yeah, it's Christmas time. And I'm thinking for the month of December, or at least the episodes I have uh, for this month, I want to review some of these classic Christmas movies um, that we don't take a lot of thoughts into. But that's why I'm here to go over all these movies and figure out uh, the plot holes and problems I specifically have with them. So first movie of, uh, Christmas month, cancel Christmas month. Uh, I want to review Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. So, uh, let's just, I'm just going to kind of like, I took notes as I go through the movies and I'm trying to figure out the best way for me to review these movies. Uh, Wes, uh, so the, the movie starts off, you know, uh, the snowman who looks stupidly like a fatter version of me uh comes in he's like ah this wasn't as, this wasn't as bad as a couple years ago and uh rudolph had to save the day uh so then we go we start off and santa's skinny and mrs claus is upset like kids do not want a skinny santa they want a fat santa now eat up you piece of shit um i don't think she said it just like that but basically uh did um which I have a lot of problems with. So as you know, I've struggled with my weight. Um, I'm a fat piece of shit. And um, it's not good to encourage obesity. That's very toxic and very bad. Uh, even though Santa is a magical thing, person, uh, we should not be encouraging obesity like that in a children's movie. Because uh, you can, and I'm not saying because being fat is awful. I'm just saying with obesity, you have a lot of health problems. And... And I always wonder, like, why doctors should try and get people to lose weight more. Because if, it's, if there's a health problem that's in regards to your weight, uh, lose weight. Tell people to lose weight. Um, for I mean, like, you can still kind of medicate, get the medicine and, like, to help them lose weight. But help them lose weight. God damn it. Mrs. Claus, no one gives a shit about Santa's weight. Uh, and he, was, he was in good shape at the beginning of the movie. But I have a lot more problems with Santa, and we're going to get into that more as I go along. Um, and so the movie, basically, besides that random B-plot that makes no sense, uh, the movie starts with the birth of Rudolph, where they discover that he was born with a nose... Uh, that shines red. Um, this, I have to assume, is a birth defect that uh, he was born with, and uh, it doesn't make him look ugly. It just uh, is a birth defect that makes him look a little different. And you know what? Everyone's going to be a little bit different than you, and that's okay. Everyone's different. Everybody is different. Uh, but Santa, like, immediately shows up right after Rudolph is born and is like, ah, I can't wait to get him on the sled. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Santa, and you and your fucking free reindeer 
you know, free labor that they're get providing for you? Do you even feed them? What the fuck do you even do? You're like, I mean, they're Rudolph, like Donner and his wife, who's not named because it's a woman in a movie. Uh, they live in a they live in a cave, and you're visiting them. Oh, I wish I was paying you uh, or giving you little treats or whatever. But uh, no, not me though. Uh, Santa's a dick in this movie, and I still have a lot more things to say about that. And that's all Santa cares about. It's like, oh, is he gonna run my sleigh someday, Donner? <laughs> and so. Yeah, that's already a problem. Like, Santa, Santa's already coming off on the wrong foot in this movie. Uh, Santa has a lot of bullshit, and I can't believe other people are going to have to deal with that shit as well. Next, and then, like, we go to Hermes and the Elf Factory. Uh, and then, so, with Hermes, it's it's weird. So, he's, he's working in the Elf Factory where he makes toys. However, Hermes has dreams of being a dentist, and his boss, his boss is, let's just go through, fat, he's a fat loser, um, I'm, I think he's bald too, and so we all know how I feel about bald people, um, they exist, uh, but anyways, he's shaming Hermes for having this dream of being a dentist, while he's like in this like going nowhere job, like making like toys, like you're making fucking wooden trains. It's 1972. I don't think people are playing with wooden trains anymore. You dipshit. Uh, but anyway, so he's he's shaming Hermes for having a dream. Uh, I mean, dentistry is necessary, but I mean, I don't know. Being a dentist is one of those things. Like I know, like with being a doctor, it's kind of like. A lot of good doctors, like they're really passionate about helping people and they really want to help people and they really want to get people healthy and uh, help them when they're sick and stuff like that. That's a lot of doctors. Uh, a lot of doctors I don't feel like are in it for the money, though the money is good in America uh, because that's because uh, it kind of sucks here with healthcare. But like, you know, with dentistry though, I never, that's a weird thing to get into. It's like a man wanting to be a gynecologist. Like, What's going on here, bud? Um, I, I'm just really passionate about women's health and the vagina. Like, yeah, you're really passionate about the vagina. That's probably true. Um, that's weird. I would never go. To, if I was a woman, I would never go to a male gynecologist. That's just weird. Um, all right, let me take a look down there. It's like, how do you, I also don't know a lot about the female body. Just to be honest. Uh, one day I'll figure out how breast milk works, but I don't. Um, now you get it when you have a baby, but. I have a lot of questions and I'm not going to get into it this episode. If you want to like tell me how breast milk works, email the shredcast at gmail.com. Great way to support uh, me and help me get content for this show because I love that. So, but no, anyways, going back to Hermes, uh, you know, he wants to be a dentist. His fat loser boss is shaming him uh, for being a dentist. And then, because he's not getting, I guess, his toys done on time. So he's like, everyone take a break, except for you, Hermes. You stay here and finish your toys. And if you, if you don't finish these toys, you're fired. But at the same time, if you fired him, he'd be able to, like, start his dentistry at the North Pole. Uh, and there's no other dentist at the North Pole, so it's a good market for him to get into uh, to be a dentist. So, obviously, firing him would be the best thing. And you get fired from the North Pole? What the, where the fuck do you go after you get fired from the North Pole? Like, you, you're made to have one job. Uh, I guess he could go to, like, United States. Like, I mean, I've seen Elf a few times. We're not reviewing Elf because I like that movie, and uh, we all like that movie. And if you don't like that movie, have you don't have to say it's the best Christmas movie, okay? Okay, people. But 
Ed Asner's in that movie, and so I can't. So this year's going to be a little different watching it because... Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, anyway, so I don't know why he doesn't just quit and become a dentist. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a union or something? I don't know. I don't even know how unions work for the most part. I know they're good, but uh, anyways... Uh, but no, but, but nice thing about that loser fat elf, uh, is that he, after they sing to Santa and he's like, y'all suck. He's like, well, we want to sound better if Hermes was here. And then this, my favorite Christmas meme, uh, and, uh, I just want to prepare you for this. So, uh, Hermes is sitting behind doing dentistry on a doll because that's, that works. It's like a, like a doll man. I have like a sack brown sack or whatever and uh so uh he bursts through the door and uh he says which is by far my favorite christmas meme because uh you look online it's just like millions of them everywhere it's just uh just like you know uh like shrek getting ready to open the door to his perhaps where there's a somebody once told me and he just opens the door why and i absolutely love it and uh, I think you would love it too. So that is my favorite Christmas meme. And so pros of this movie is that. Uh, and I know it's distorted people, and that's what makes it funny. So I'm leaving it at that. Um, anyways, uh, so uh, we go back to Rudolph, the the, anta- the protagonist of this story. Um, the antagonist of this story is like everyone at the North Pole um, which I have a lot of problems with. Like, how come a whole village of people is the antagonist? That's stupid. Uh, so Rudolph meets Clarice, and, uh, you know, they're supposed to, like, start practicing flying and all that shit. Uh, so he's like, go talk to her. And then he's like, oh, 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 hi, Clarice. How are you doing today? He's like, oh, hi, Rudolph. And then they blah, blah, blah. Can I, can I walk you home? Uh, can I walk you home? It's like, yeah, and then she's like, I think you're cute. And then, like, Rudolph just goes into, like, full simp mode. And he's like, oh, she thinks I'm cute. She thinks, and he flies. And then the fake nose they put on top of him, so he's normal, falls off. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, he was born with a birth defect. Um, So they just start shaming. Santa, I think, is the one who starts it. He's like, you should be ashamed of yourself, Rudolph. Like, for what? For, like, being born with a birth defect? Fuck you, Santa. Really showing your true colors here, you piece of shit shit uh that's what i don't like this movie's interpretation of santa i know santa in real life is a good person but in this movie he's a piece of shit uh so everyone starts you know making fun of him he's like oh rudolph if and also have you ever had a pimple on your nose in high school it fucking sucks that's rough buddy so um so anyways and so everyone's like you know what rudolph go fuck off you're not longer welcome in these reindeer games uh you are a fucking freak for being born the way you are and uh you should go fuck off so rudolph runs off because he's not gonna walk clarice home now because uh even though clarice still likes him uh he's like fuck you clarice i don't know i guess he's just a teenager you know teenagers are like that um, and so then Rudolph meets up with Hermes because they both feel like misfits. And so there's things like, we're a couple of misfits. They, they go into that jolly musical number. Uh, but in my head, I've always heard it as we're a couple of dipshits. We're a couple of dipshits. And I think, uh, that is the best part. Um, later on, on their journey, they run into, uh, Yukon Cornelius, 
or uh, as better known as MJ Chrisman, as you see right here. They are literally the same person. And also, fuck Mike. I got him like a uh, like a Funko Pop version of Yukon Cornelius and the Abominable Snowman, and he just fucking lets his dog chew on it. That piece of shit. Like, that's a nice gift. You know, it's fun. It's between us, and it's fun. Fuck Micah. Hashtag pray for Micah. Yeah, pray. He gets punched in the face by me. Uh, and, yeah, that is a threat, Micah. Uh, come for you. So I'm going to read up with Yukon Cornelius, a man who's just fucking out of his mind, and uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more in a bit. Um, so... Uh, he they eventually go to the Island of Misfit Toys, uh, and they are first greeted by Charlie in the Box. And now I have an issue with that name, not because it should be Jack in the Box. I think they should have named him Josh in the Box, because like my friend Josh Casey, they're both bitches, and they should know that. And Josh, yes, I do have your name in my mouth, so you can fuck off as well. Uh, What'd you say? So, yeah, Josh. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I like to call him Josh in the box, uh, as we like to call Elon Musk and Grimes' son, Kyle. Uh, so, and they're, you know, they're, we're on the island of Mr. Toys, so thank you for singing a song, letting us know where we are at. Uh, they eventually meet the Lion King uh, of the island of Misfit Toys, uh, but uh, they're like, hey, can we live here? And he's like, fuck no, uh, because this island only has room for uh, me, a lion and multiple sentient toys and uh, a reindeer, an elf, and uh, a fat guy pray for are not welcome on this island. And so you can stay here the night, though, and they say get in this cabin, which is like way too small. And I think it's just because of uh, Micah in there, Yukon Micah uh, in there, just being as fat as he is. Hashtag pray for Micah. And so... Um, Anyway, so they're like, let's go back to the North Pole. This was this was a failed trip. Uh, and then uh, Rudolph's like, but my nose, like, it'll glow in the abominable snowman. will kill us. So uh, they're like, oh, Rudolph, shut the fuck up. Uh, so they, Rudolph is like, I don't want to hurt them. So I'm going to leave in the middle of the night, which is very noble of him uh, to be a good friend like that. He's like, I am not going to kill you. To. Uh, but the big problem is Rudolph just leaves the fucking door open to their little like house that they're staying in. He just leaves it open as he goes away. Like the door is open. You're at the like you're in like North Polish area where it's just probably like below freezing at night. Like there's no sun, so it has to be below freezing. And yeah, Yukon, which probably his fat will keep him warm. Hashtag. Pray for Micah. And then you have Hermes. Hermes. Hermes should be dead. Like, after that, Hermes should be dead. After Rudolph leaves the door. First of all, how do you not notice when the door is... Man, there's a... You feel bad. Uh, Yukon, do you feel a breeze in here? <clears throat> he's like... And he just, I don't know. He just says some bullshit because they're sleeping. And they just don't even realize the fucking door is open. Like, what? What the hell's going on there? Like, seriously, watch the movie. He leaves the door open. It's fucking stupid, people. It's fucking stupid. All right, anyways, uh, all right, next one. Okay, so, um, yeah, they all decide to go back to the North Pole, and in the meantime, Rudolph grows antlers. That was, that was just dumb, so, at least, uh, so, Rudolph goes back to his parents' cave, because Santa is a piece of shit. Uh, he's like, Mom, Dad, where are you? And then Santa's at the cave, like, what the hell, what the hell's going on, Santa? Are you, like, robbing the place? What the hell? Uh, and he's like, oh, Rudolph, uh, they went looking for you. Oh, yeah, and your bitch Clarice. I don't know. Is Clarice a bitch, or is she a thought, or... 
she just like a hoe? Well, we need to decide what Clarice is. But anyways, ah, she wasn't too bad. Um, for love, interest in talking animal movies, uh, which I'm the specialty in, in, uh, talking animal movies. Um, so Rudolph goes to the abominable snowman's cave. And while he's a, the abominable snowman is about to eat Clarice and like, I kid you not, like watch this fucking movie. Uh, Rudolph's parents are just looking there calmly. It's like, oh, I guess Clarice is going to die. It's like, what the hell? I would be a little bit more worried if I saw a giant Yeti eating one of my friends, unless it's Micah. Um, then I might be like, pray for Micah. Like I told you, Micah, you should, you should, we should have been praying for you. Um, Anyways, though, uh, Rudolph apparently stops him and so knocks knocks him out. But I guess he traps Rudolph. But then uh, Micah and uh, Hermes show up and uh, decide to come up with a plan. And this is when I learned that Yukon is completely out of his fucking mind. Uh, he decides, let's do this. Hermes, start winking like a pig. Like, first of all, are, are there even like pigs in the North Pole? Like, for real, oink, oink. So why would the Abominable Snowman even know what a pig is uh, in the first place? Uh, for real, like, how would he even know what a pig is? A second, uh, as we go along, uh, what? Uh, so they he walks out, and Yukon drops a giant rock on his head, which should, which should kill him or have a concussion. And he's like, all right, Hermes, take his teeth out. That is some fucked up shit right there. Can we talk about that? Imagine you get kidnapped and someone just takes your teeth out and lets you live. That is some fucked up shit. Would we do that to like a dog? Like, let's just take all this dog's teeth out. Like, no, we wouldn't fucking do that. That's fucking out of their mind. So they go and rescue the family. And then the the bottle snowman wakes up with no teeth, but he's like, I can still fuck you up. I have claws. And so Yukon's like, all right, I'm just going to eat Adam, see what happens. And then, uh, Yukon falls off a cliff and everyone thought he died, but no, after they go up to North pole. So uh, I'll go back to that. You, so eventually I'll go back to the North pole, hang out. And he's like, oh, well, Rudolph, I guess, uh, sorry that we treated like, they never apologized to him. First of all, they never apologized to Rudolph. They're just like, ah, eh, Rudolph, uh, we're going to be done. Uh, dicking around at you you know what you ran away so uh no you're not a bitch and uh still you can still run so uh santa's like we can keep you around so fuck you santa um still fuck santa so uh you know obviously it goes around the big snowstorm uh everything is going off and then santa's like rudolph with your nose so bright won't you guide my sleigh tonight and that's how rudolph saved christmas so my big thoughts and takeaways from this movie um there's no moral to this story. Like there's no lesson learns. Like, uh, if people pick on, people are going to pick on you until, uh, they find you useful. That's like the moral of the story. That's a shitty moral for kids. Um, obviously this is a song, um, a made up song. I'm assuming came for the, for the claymation or not in a stop motion show. I mean, it still says a lot that it can, it's being held up like all these years later. Uh, but anyways, no, there's no real good moral to this story. So that's kind of fucked up, uh, being the bigger person maybe, but no, see, if I was Rudolph, I would say, no, Santa, I will not help you guide your sleigh tonight. Christmas is now canceled and you're going to have to go out in the news, do a little press tour and say, everyone's like, why was Christmas canceled this year? Why didn't you not work your one day a year, Santa? Well, we were 
So there was a big snowstorm, so we obviously couldn't see anything. Uh, we did have a reindeer, though, with a glowing nose uh, that could have lit the way perfectly for us. However, uh, we all were bullying him so much for his birth defect. Uh, we bullied him so hard, he ran away, and then eventually we let him back. Uh, but he decided not to because we should have learned our lesson from bullying. And a lot of you could say, uh, well, maybe Santa didn't know about the bullying. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. This is his staff. He tried pulling out. He could have tried to pull an L and was like, I don't know what was going on. I just told the reindeer not to look at me uh, and shit like that. But I don't know that that's some pretty fucked up shit. Uh, that Santa did. And you know what? I feel like they should learn their lesson. Maybe we could have got a new Santa. Uh, Santa could have uh, decided to step down and we could have got a Santa that's better than that Santa in the meantime. So that's my thoughts on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, fuck Santa in this movie. Uh, fuck everyone at the North Pole. Um, if I had to rate this movie, um, I don't know if we should be showing this movie to kids, but it's actually a very good movie. Like, very like well-produced um, and I think everyone was very talented in the movie. So, but fuck Santa. So, uh, anyways, let me get on to, I just have a couple thoughts of the week. Um, first thought I wrote down, uh, let's stop making fun of adults with braces for the most part. That seems like a weird thing to do. Look, if you have fucked up teeth, sometimes, you know, your parents don't have the money when you're a kid and you're an adult and you finally have the money to fix your teeth. That's a good thing. And you know what? Someone with braces is fixing the problem of their crooked teeth. We need to stop making fun of people with braces. Like, Invisalign works out. But like, obviously braces don't look good, but we gotta stop making fun of people for braces. It's like making fun of, like, a fat person or a mica person at the gym. Hashtag, pray for Micah. Like, you're making fun of them for being fat, but they're at the place where they're gonna stop being fat. They're working on it. Like, if someone's working on fixing a problem, you don't make fun of that problem. Okay. Hashtag pray for Micah. So shut the fuck up, people. Um. So yeah, that's my that's a thought on there. I have another thought. Um. So obviously, you know, I'm very interested in the non-binary community. Um. Obviously, I think uh, you can be non-binary, and I don't have to hate you. Um. It's your it's your personality. I hate. I think that's the main thing. There's a lot of non-binary people with personalities I don't like, or at least the ones I've interacted with. Uh, but I feel like we should stop calling them they, them. Cause I feel like they, them refers to like a group of people or like multiple things like they, like those people. Uh, so we need to find a better word. Um, thought about it, but I feel like that's worse. But I don't know. I feel like they, them, uh, we need to switch it up because it's just, it, it's, it's a weird pronoun. We got to find a new word. We got to find a new word. I'm just saying, I don't mind it. And then also, I, mean, I thought about transgender people for a minute. Um, so I guess like Harry Styles is getting like shit on by people because he's wearing a dress. He's like, huh, you're a wo- are you a woman now? <laughs> and then those are like the same people who would like be, if there's someone's transgender and clearly is looking like a woman, uh, they would be like, oh, just because you look like a woman doesn't mean you're not a man. Uh, Okay, first of all, I, I'm i very interested in, like, the bottom surgery and all that, how everything works um, with a, a trans person. But uh, if, you, if you were born male and you are now dressing up and looking and identify as a woman and you're actually 
putting effort to look like a woman, I'm not calling you a man. That's just, that's just that. And I'm not, I'm calling you a woman. That's just, I'm not calling you, if you are looking like a woman and identify as a woman, I'm going to call you a woman. I'm not calling you a man. That's just stupid. I'm like, I'm not calling you that. Uh, but, um, but also though, I like realize though, like, and I think about like, I'll think about like people I know who, like I knew in their previous gender and have switched genders. I always want to refer to them as like their old name or their like old gender, because I guess in my mind, that's kind of when I knew them. So like, I have to like with like new people, like who recently transitioned, uh, and are looking like the gender they identify with. Uh, that's a little different just because, you know, like you knew them in their former name and their former gender. So it's like, you have to like try to adjust myself. And so that's a really hard thing to adjust to, but no, if you're trans, be cool. Uh, but you got to pull it off. Come on. Like you gotta, like if you're, if you identify as a woman and uh, you're dressing like a woman and you're putting on makeup and shit like that, I'm like, I'm calling you a woman. I'm not going to call you a man. Like, uh, like Laverne Cox, like I'm not calling you a man. I'm not, I'm not calling you a man. Uh, that's just who I am. That, uh, no. This is the type of guy you get. So thank you, Joe. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company's Beer and Bourbon Box. Uh, Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry wasn't considered old-fashioned. Duke Cannon's purpose is simple, to make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hard-working men. In the history of great duos, the partnership of beer and bourbon is even more important to our way of life than mac and cheese or if you're British, fish and chips. Comes complete with three big beer soaps, a deliciously scented sandalwood soap made with old Milwaukee beer, a fresh citrus woodsy offering made with the Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA, and a warm cedar scent made with Budweiser and one big American bourbon soap. And a rich oak barrel scented bar made with Buffalo Trace bourbon. A perfect gift for the gentleman who appreciates a fine drink and a distinguished fragrance. Use the link in our description to get free shipping on your order over $20. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it with any microtransactions. It's just as simple as pressing a single button, and you can start saving money. It's that simple. I use Honey myself. I've been using it for years, and it's a great way to save money on pizza. It's a great way to for me to buy audio equipment online. It always saves me money. I've gotten 40%. I've gotten 50% even before. It is so great. I love Honey, and you will too. And if you don't use Honey, it's basically throwing money away. So use the link in the description of this episode. S- install it on your web browser, whether that's Chrome, Safari, Oprah, Opera, whatever it's called, and start saving money on things you buy every day anyways. Okay, so now it's time for me to give advice to problems that you don't have. Uh, am I qualified to give these, give you advice? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. So this one comes from my friend Sarah, or apparently her friend Haley, uh, wanted me to answer this question because apparently I'm the one who's qualified to answer this. Um, so, message guys, she wants you to answer on your podcast whether or not guys get blue balls because I've been hearing mixed answers and I need to know once and for all. So, yes, men get blue balls. What happens is uh, when men get erections, uh, 
And that's why I like cuddling occurs. And that's why I like when you cuddle for so long, men want to have sex with you uh, because uh, they're just like their dick is on your ass maybe or in the front of you. And then you're just like, I like this. And so you, blood and how erections work is uh, blood actually rushes uh, to your dick. And so your dick gets hard. And when it's so much blood going into it at one time, like it just starts getting really sore. A lot of times you have to like come to get it to go, go away. Uh, it's the big thing. Uh, but no, it's just kind of like men just, you know, like I've, I've mentioned on the show before, uh, jizz, that's just poison, men's poison. We just got to get the poison out of our system. And so that's kind of how it works. So yeah, basically what happens is you get blood flow directly to your peener. And, uh, after a while, if you're not ejac, so once you ejaculate, it, everything goes away. Uh, and then that's the thing. So there's, there's a lot of mixed ideas I do have about that. Um, so obviously, I do not believe that blue balls should be a guilt trip into getting a woman to have sex with you. Um, a lot cooler if they do. Uh, but anyways, ladies, if you want to help a man out and they have, don't give them blue balls. Try not to give them blue balls. But blue balls is not a justifiable reasoning to have sex with someone if you don't want to. Um, however... Uh, let's just say if you want to cuddle, like I, I go from, I like the idea. Uh, I feel like the best compromise in regards to this. So blue balls exist. Uh, any, any person, any doctor can tell you that. Uh, but the best thing I was just, you could pull Louis CK like, Hey, do you care if I jerk off in front of you? Uh, she doesn't want you to do that. Um, because you know, that way you don't have to have sex with her. Uh, you know, just make her feel, comfortable. can make her feel uncomfortable. Um, you can always just go to the bathroom, uh, just jerk off in the toilet. Uh, get rid of that. Uh, but, uh, I remember the first time I had blue balls. Uh, it was with a girl, you know, back then it was probably a little more Christian. We just made out. Uh, but anyways, I remember like, and we was long distance. So I remember I had to go to the bathroom. So I was like walking to the bathroom and I was in so much pain. Like it was bad. Like, Oh, I don't, and like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like the first time you get blue balls, you're just like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? Uh, but no, uh, Blue balls definitely exist. Uh, you, yeah, you definitely uh, want to avoid that. So, ladies, you. So I like. There's the com- compromise. So, ladies, if you want to be cool, help him help a man out. You don't have to give him a blowjob. Most you should hand job should be fine. Uh, I've never had a good hand job, but uh, you know, let him jerk off in front of you because he thinks you're hot. Obviously, that's why he has a boner. Uh, like be cool about that. Um, or, you know, you can also let them just jerk off in the bathroom, come back and then cuddle fest can continue. So, uh, just so compromises, blue balls exist. However, uh, it does suck for men. Uh, but it's not a good reason to, uh, have sex with a guy if you don't want to have sex with them, but also don't be, don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. So that's the answer to the blue balls question. So, uh, no blue balls. December is what we're going to continue to do at this moment. And, uh, let's just go from there. You know, but I really like that. So yeah, let's keep going. Um, next question, um, or a question I have, my mom wants me to get rid of my husband's dog because she's afraid the dog will hurt my son. So three years ago, I got my husband a dog for his birthday. Technically, it's our dog, but I always refer to the dog as my husband's dog because there is a really special bond between those two. That's adorable. They're literally best friends. Men, men. Like I said, dogs are man's best friend. Coming from Warrensburg, Missouri, which now has a lot of racists in it that I didn't realize when I lived there. Um, I gave birth four months ago, and my mom has been stressing me out 
ever since she's constantly complaining about things I'm supposedly doing wrong or tries to lecture me on how to entertain my baby, etc. It's so annoying because she's behaving like she's my son's mother instead of me. A week ago, my husband and I invited my parents to our house for dinner. During the dinner, my son was in his bouncer. He was there with us the whole time, so he wasn't unsupervised. Suddenly, my mom started screaming because the dog got a bit close to my son and started sniffing my son's face. The thing is, the dog wouldn't even harm a fly. Yes, he's a bit scary looking because he's a big Rottweiler, but he's such a kind and gentle dog. If I believed that this dog was dangerous, I would not let him near my son. Unfortunately, my mom completely freaked out. She started yelling at me at me things like how can you let your dog do this to your son why are you risking your son's life you're a bad mother etc for the past week she has been calling me and yelling at me to get rid of the dog because she thinks this dog will hurt my son i told her i wouldn't do it because this dog is part of the family and my husband would be devastated if we got rid of his dog but my mom is insisting on it i'm not planning on giving this dog away but currently the relationship between my mom and i is very strained and i don't know what to do about it any advice okay um, so this, this is a common question when it comes to like relationship advice, like, a like a dog, like kids are being dicks, like an abusing, like being a dick to dogs and then dogs like will bite because I'm like, Hey, stop doing that. Cause dogs can't talk. They can't be like, Hey, stop it. They're just like, eh, stop it. But uh, it sounds like this dog is a cool dog. And, um, so best suggestion I have for you, uh, she says, get rid of the dog. Uh, best advice I can give you is get rid of your mom. Um, I feel like that dog, uh, I don't know, depending on it, uh, one's going to die before the other, so uh, you can keep, like, uh, get the mom away, and then, um, you know, once the Rottweiler dies, nah, I don't like thinking about dogs dying. Anyways, you can get back with the mom. But, uh, no, it don't look like this dog's not going to have any issues with the child, um, and then eventually the child's going to grow up, and if he starts, like, being addicted to the dog, the dog's going to fight back, and, like, that's why you don't, that's why you don't pull the dog's tail, uh, shit like that, um, but no, um, and I really hope with the relationship between the dog and your child, uh, so it's like your child, but the dog's your husband's. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Um, no, I think, yeah, shut the fuck up about your mom. Tell your mom to shut the fuck up. Uh, but anyways, if you want to get me really sappy, I tell you, uh, babies and dogs becoming best friends, um, that, that shit is, I absolutely adore that shit. And I hope to continue, uh, videos of that like when dog like a baby's like laying down you know on the ground or something like that and then the dog runs up to him and lays down next to him that shit is my favorite and uh if you have any videos send those to the shredcast.gmail.com i'm down to hear that this one's okay uh, so give away your mom uh or put down your mom one of the two whenever you hear they want all right next question i got i took my boyfriend's virginity and he cried <laughs> That's rough, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Let's, get, let's go here. I have been friends with my boyfriend for some few years before we started dating. He's from Africa and came to the U.S. on college scholarships. Him and his, uh, his friend circle are just a bunch of guys who we shared the same interests and became friends because he plays soccer and are fans of some the same football club. He's always been a chill, adrenaline junkie, joker type with a dark and peculiar sense of humor. We have been dating for a month, and on Saturday, I went to his place to watch soccer. After the game was all over, we were cuddling, and then I kissed him. We started making out, and soon started having sex. He came really quickly and started crying. I asked him, what's... I said, 
what's while Trump people need to learn how to write while trying to comfort him. He told me it was his first and it was really overwhelming. He told me he has never felt anything like that and gave up pursuing girls due to rejection. I was really surprised as he was the last person ever to see him crying. I have never seen him cry or even get emotional. Just a guy who smiles and laughs even when there's nothing funny to laugh and hardly gets angry or mad. He'll, He's tall above average and looks department, and I always thought he has had a couple of hookups or relationships as he's 25, but I supported him, told him it was okay as he kept on apologizing, and apologizing is spelled wrong, people learn how to write repeatedly. I think he's embarrassed as he's trying to avoid talking about it. I want to know how to help him. Um, so... That's rough, buddy. Um, that's, uh, let me just, in that, uh... He came quickly, and I know a lot of ladies don't like it when guys come quickly. Um, I take antidepressants, so I don't do that. So, ladies, if you want to know that, but you might have a hard time getting me up. So, uh, we'll see about that. Um, one thing I will tell you, um, yeah, he's probably just probably has a little bit of anxiety uh, for the most part. Um, just tell him that uh, just whenever you want to, uh, you want to try again. Let's do that. But no, if he came quickly, uh, that means you have a magic pussy. And a magic pussy is something to celebrate. And it's also kind of scary because I want, you want to last a while in bed. So uh, just to let you know you have a magic pussy. Um, let him, he's going to have to, since he's never done it before, he's got to get used to it. So uh, just be like, whenever you're comfortable, let's do it again. But hey, I'm. it's not a big deal. Uh, still like you and shit. So uh, yeah, and tell her um and you obviously kind of know that this is the type of guy you get so um just be aware of that uh just be like hey we don't have to do that again for a while if you don't want to uh but uh yeah we're up to be that guy that's rough buddy but um hopefully uh you two can work things out and we'll be like be gone fuck so uh anyways yeah uh best thing to do is just talk to each other and uh kind of try to see what's best for him and uh yeah, it seems like you guys could work it out. It's just maybe crying after sex. That seems like a <laughs> just a funny sentiment. It's like, yeah, we had sex and then she started crying. I'm like, that's the last thing I want to happen. Like, if uh, if you're if you're thinking you're having sex with a girl, then all of a sudden she starts crying. I'm like, ah, damn. And you're like, god damn it, it's over. Uh, that shit is done and over. And uh, rest in peace, uh, me having sex tonight. Because if you have if you if you can still have sex after a girl cries, like it. Do not have sex with a girl if she starts crying, okay? Okay, people? You want her to cry after sex, and if that happens, you just leave because that's the best thing you can do. All right, next question. This one's fucking sad, and uh, I'm going to make it even worse. My best friend told me she doesn't want to die a virgin. Hello, I'm 17, and my best friend, and she's 18. Um, Could be illegal, but I feel like at that point, I don't think it should matter, and there's like a year apart. Um... Me and my best friend have known each other since we were very young. I was six and she was seven. She has terminal bowel cancer and only has two months left to live. That's rough, buddy. 
that's, I don't know why I did that. Thanks, Zuko. Uh, for a time, I have been coping by telling myself that there's a mistake. Bowel cancer really only targets people who are 50, so I mentally denied her illness because it didn't feel realistic. That's, that's a good coping mechanism. Uh, not what a doctor would say, but that's what I would say, tell you to do. I know that sounds fucked up, but I just don't, didn't think it, ha- it was right. Now I've had to accept it because regardless of what I thought fact of the matter is, her cancer is terminal. And I cry to sleep every other night. Yesterday, she told me that she did not want to die as a virgin. I asked her why she was telling me, and she said, why do you think? She has never had sex before I have. And as much as I am fond of her, I don't want her to feel like it's something she has to experience because everyone else does. Sex is just sex. I told her this, and she told me she doesn't feel like she has to, but that she wants to, and she trusts me with her body. I told her I'd think about it. It's not that I don't like her or think she's unattractive. It's that I'm scared. I'm scared I might become more attached than I already am. I'm not typically like that, but she's going to pass soon, and I feel like her death will be harder on me knowing we've got intimate before. I want to, but I also don't, and I'm stuck. I also don't want her leaving without getting any of the experiences she wants. This is just really rough, and I need advice. What should I do, or what can I help make me my decision? Look, dude, you're gonna you need to have sex with her, okay? Look, sex is just sex, um, and her death is gonna be hard for you either way. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that that's gonna it's just gonna be rough. That's rough, buddy. I need to stop doing that during this. Um, but no, um, because when she dies, which sounds like it's gonna happen, uh, only thing you can really say uh, if you had sex with her, you're gonna be like, I wish I didn't have sex with her. But then if you don't, uh, you're like a I should have had sex with her. And it's not, you're being a good guy. You're being a good friend. She trusts you, obviously. And like, when a woman feels safe with you, it's like the ultimate jackpot, people. That's like the ultimate feeling. It's like, yay, someone likes me. Uh, No, dude, you need to have sex with her. Come on. Just going to have to pull one in for the team. Uh, Just just realize that, I mean, you know already firsthand that it's not going to last. And it looks like you're not going to have a relationship out of this. You're still going to be friends um, just, uh, yeah, just realize that and, uh, just go full throttle from there. You know what? Um, uh, dude, I hope the best for you and I hope everything work, uh, figures out, but yeah, um, you're gonna, you need to have sex with her. It's the best thing you can do. Um, so anyways, let's go to one that does not depress me. Um, X can't understand why we aren't getting back together after getting mad at my achievements. All right. Sounds like a be gone fuck! type of situation. My ex and I were together for a little over a year and even some I lived together after the start of the pandemic. We are both in college students and study in the same field. I love them so much. I think I love him so much. There we go. Yeah. I honestly thought, was it? No. I love her so much. Okay, sorry. I didn't need to learn how to fucking read. Uh, I love her so much. I honestly thought we would be together for a long, long time and hope that one day we would even get married. Uh-oh. The relationship wasn't without problems, though. We both had trauma from the past, and, their, and hers affect them a lot. She had a hard time expressing affection, but my love language is words of affirmation. I had to learn how to deal with almost never being told I was beautiful. Okay, I don't know who the gender is on this, or that I did a good job, or that they loved me. Okay, they also slowly started to lose their sex drive to the point where 
we hadn't slept together for a while, and when they saw me undressed, they didn't even care or react. They also had a lot on their plate and were constantly busy, so they didn't text me much when they were, we were apart. Even when we were together, most of the time we spent working, I was fine with all this and supported them through it because I truly only wanted the best of them. I thought this was a two-day thing, two-way thing until I got a job. I have been getting prepared for a job interview of, for my dream role uh, at my dream company. This was something that I had to work extremely hard for as I was less qualified than most other applicants. And it was for a very competitive job. The entire time, my partner reminded me to get my, time to get my hopes up uh, as I might not get it and they didn't want to see me be sad. Well, I got the job. I was thrilled and called them and they were Less than thrilled. They, this is non-binary. I don't know what the fuck's going on with these. They didn't seem happy and they didn't want to celebrate. They tried to lie and say that we were busy, to not have to celebrate with me. They weren't talking to me, blah, 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 and admitted that they were mad. They thought it was unfair that they still hadn't gotten the job where we also been working together. It looks like someone's being stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. This broke me as throughout our relationship, I had always wanted the best for them and had been extremely supportive. But for some reason, they could not do the same for me. At the moment, I realized they had a lot of personal problems to work on that and I couldn't could not be a part of broke up and wish them the best and they could be friends and blah 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 turns out that was harder than i thought as i still very much love them and extremely hurt by them they tried to talk to me as friends but kept bringing up how they were sorry i messed up blah 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 being a little bitch uh now a few weeks later i've decided that i really can't get back with them move on so i asked to get my stuff back i got upset and asked if it was done blah 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 they wanted me to call them and explain what i had already explained when we broke up i didn't want to have to go through the pain free hashing everything so wish them the best uh please let me know if what i am doing is right i want the best for them so can't help but feel guilty and i am hurting them but i also just want to be happy and surrounded by supportive people is that too much to ask am i being unreasonable you're not being unreasonable um that person is being a bitch and you should not get back together and stop talking to them because that is a toxic human being and i just tell them be gone and uh yeah just stop getting in contact with them because that person is toxic i'm pretty sure it's a man from what it sounds like and you're putting they them just to be a little like i oh, could be a non-binary person uh if that's the case yeah it explains the personality problems uh but yeah i would say oh uh, yeah just stop talking to them it's pretty easy you ever realize how easy some of this shit is if you just have to just stop talking to someone like, come on, you know what you need to do. Stop talking to them. They're they're being salty. They're being stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. And you got to break up with them, and I know... That's rough, buddy. But you got to do it because... Uh, this is the type of guy you get. And you don't want that guy. And uh, uh, keep going, and uh, find someone else that you like, and you know what? And I really like that. You'll really like it when you leave them. So uh, be gone. Thoughts? Uh, get out of that person. Uh, go away from them, because they're toxic and a bitch. All right. Uh, final question of the evening. I saved the best for last, people, and you're going to really enjoy this. Uh, boyfriend wants me to peg him. I am not on board. My boyfriend has had the sudden realization that he really, really wants to be dominated by me. I am typically the submissive partner, and at first I was willing to give it a try until he said he wanted me to peg him. Lately, I've been going through 
going along with being dominant in the bedroom, but he keeps pushing the subject of pegging, to which I've told him it's not something I particularly want to partake in. He has been begging me to at least give it a try, but in all honesty, the thought repulses me. Even when I try to have an open mind, I am nothing against pegging, believe me, but it is something that does not turn me on in the slightest, and it has been ruining my mood every time he brings it up mid-sex. It has gotten to the point that he stated he can't get turned on by any porn that isn't pegging. When we aren't together, this is causing me great anxiety because I don't think I'll be able to please my partner anymore without doing something I do not want to do. How do I tell him I simply cannot do it? I, uh, will he ever get over this newfound fetish? Any help is appreciated. So, here's the thing. If you really love this person, um, you're going to have to peg him. Plain and simple, you're going to have to peg him. I know, that's not, you shouldn't be encouraging this shit. No, you're going to have to peg him. That's his shit. That's what he likes. And he's never been pegged, so he might not like it. So, I would say, um, you don't have to be pegging him all the time. I'm saying, like, save it. Say, look, this isn't something I like. But you may like this at all. So, like, maybe some special occasions, we can, I can peg you, okay? I can, I can pull one in. I can peg you. You have a big plastic fake dildo up your ass and hope you like it. Um, I've never been pegged before. I, but ladies, maybe you should. We should all peg men. Maybe all women should peg men. Let's, let's, start, uh, let's start a movement for getting pegged by women you know what let's let's make women more popular but uh anyways from the main part uh, i see kind of see your problem there it's not something you like however i feel like it's something it's not like anal sex because you may hate the feeling like it could just like make you feel so bad like you don't like it um and plus there's the you could get pooped on and i feel like if you do anal sex uh that's a risk you're willing to take that you're gonna get pooped on and it's like you play dirty you lose dirty. So, um, you're gonna have to peg him, make it like a special occasion, like his birthday or some shit like that. Like, this is only gonna happen every once in a while, okay? But stop bringing that shit up, okay? You also gotta tell him that. Stop bringing this shit up. We'll do it for your birthday, but it's not gonna become a regular thing, okay? You got that? You got that? Can you know what? This is the type of guy you get. So, um, so yeah, peg him on a special occasion and only special occasions only because... Uh, that's what you do, and then when you do it, he'll either decide if he doesn't like it or if he... And I really like that. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the, the best advice I can give you. So, uh, you're gonna have to peg him and just make it a special occasion and then tell him to shut the fuck up. All right, that's how I'm ending this episode of Cancel Sweezy. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Cancel Sweezy. Uh, this was a show where I pissed you all off. And if I pissed, didn't piss you off, I'm sorry, I failed you. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, always send an email to the schwedcast at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to answer them on air. Uh, email you back, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Uh, whatever works out the best. Um, just so you know, another reminder, my new EP, Ride or Die, comes out December 11th. Uh, so go pre-save that anywhere you get your music. And then, listening party, Facebook Live, December 9th. Show up, RSVP. There's a Facebook event group. I'll be sharing it a couple more times. So, uh... This is the type of guy you get. This is the type of guy you get. I'm gonna be there. I'm hosting. <laughs> I'm gonna be there. And I really like that. And, uh... Like, you know, Garth would say, we're gonna listen to each track off Ride or Die, and, uh... And let's get physical playing music. I like that. 
So let's get physical playing music. It's going to be really cool. I'm going to really like that. Uh, it's going to be fun. Um, make sure you like, subscribe everywhere that you get your podcasts on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Um, really fun. Uh, thank you. It's been a fun episode. Uh, I've had some fun topics to talk about. Uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, like and subscribe, leave a review. Uh, if you're on Twitch, go follow me at uh, twitch.tv slash theshweezy. And uh, go follow me, subscribe. If you have an Amazon Prime account, uh, keep $5 away from Jeff Bezos. And for $5 a month, you can also be a Patreon member where you get ad-free episodes of the Schweikast. Be cool. But in the meantime, just like and subscribe. So I'm going to get up out of here. Like always, stay awesome. Pray for Micah. Hey, you. You just finished a full episode of the Schwegcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, if you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Schwegcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.